Today, we're talking five tips for people that are out there about to buy a small or medium-sized business. I'm David C. Barnett, and you're tuned in to Small Business and Deal Making, the broadcast podcast YouTube channel where I talk about buying, selling, financing, and managing small and medium-sized businesses while controlling risk. So if you're looking to take control of your future through buying a business one day, or if you already own a business and you're looking to grow or exit, you've come to the right place. I talk about interesting things. I talk to interesting people and I answer your questions every week right here. So be sure to hit like, be sure to hit subscribe and let's get to it. All right, so I've got a, I've got a few tips lined up, five of them in fact, and I've actually put them in order of what I think is uh, their order of importance about things that you should be thinking about if you're gonna go out there and buy uh, a small or medium-sized business. And, and if you're serious about buying a business, I know that I've got online courses and things on, on the topic, but at the very least, you should head over to Amazon and buy yourself a copy of my book, 21 Stupid Things People Do When Trying to Buy a Business. You can get that uh, in Kindle or in audio format. And it's only a couple bucks and it's available in every Amazon store around the world. So number five of my, my five tips um, is consider the industry as well as the individual business. So what do I mean about this? A lot of the times when people are looking at a particular business, they'll, they'll look at different businesses that are available for sale and they'll fall in love with a specific business. And what I always encourage people to do is to choose an industry before they go looking for individual businesses. Why? Because it can help inform you about what you're looking for in those individual businesses. But number two, you can actually ask yourself some questions about the industry that you're trying to get into. What are the long-term prospects for the industry? What are the changes happening in the, in the industry? What are the technologies coming to bear in that industry? How are things going to be changing? And is the long, are the long-term prospects for that industry good or bad? Once you've decided that the industry is a good one for you, then you can go ahead and look at individual businesses within that specific industry. Um, number four is follow your intuition about people. Uh, you'd be surprised if I told you how often I have people say to me, I'm trying to buy this business and I'm, you know, I'm looking at this, I'm looking at that. One of the things that bugs me is, is just, you know, this person that's involved or the way they make me feel or, or I'm not, I'm a little bit nervous about the things that they've said or the way that they say things. And I'm, I'm not certain they're being honest with me, et cetera. Business, no matter what kind of business you're talking about is done between people. And if your gut, which I believe is a highly evolved, you know, function of our intuition in our species over the course of time, helping us to identify potential threats in a very quick amount of time, right? If you think about the natural world or people from thousands of years ago, you come across a stranger, you need to be able to determine pretty quickly if this person is a threat or not. Don't ignore your intuition or your gut feeling about someone. If something doesn't feel right, don't do business with them. It's, it's, it's pretty straightforward. Number three, create a plan. I'm not talking about a business plan. I'm talking about a plan to acquire the business. So what exactly are the steps? One of the guys in uh, my business buyer adventure group coaching program, um, when he came up with this neat innovation. When he makes an offer or proposes something to a seller, one of the attachments to his proposal is actually the step-by-step -step 
process of selling a business. And he says, you know, this is our, this is our, our pathway, our roadmap to what we're doing. So when you go out to buy a business, you need to actually have a plan of what you want to do in which order uh, that you can follow and know when you have to involve the different members of your team at each step along that process. So um, you're going to have your attorney and your CPA and maybe other experts lined up to help you buy the business. At what point along your journey do you involve each of them to start getting their feedback and input on the deal that you're looking at? Number two, exploit your expertise. And if you lack expertise in the industry that you're searching in, why not get some? So one of my favorite stories uh, is about this fried chicken restaurant that I sold way back when. And uh, I used to get all kinds of people that were like government employees and bankers and, you know, different kinds of professional people. They would come and look at the business because of the numbers and they liked the profits and um, they didn't have any experience in a fast food restaurant setting. And I would ask them, like, do you really know what you're getting in, in for? Like, do you know what you're getting in, involved with and what it's going to be like to actually work in one of these businesses? And the owner of, of a single location fast food restaurant has to be in there. You have to know what's going on. You have to be involved. And so I would suggest to them, why don't you go get a job at McDonald's part time and get some experience in a fast food restaurant environment? And many of these people would just be like, oh, my God, I can't I can't do that. That's like I'm a professional person. I can't work there. Well, you need to have some experience or understanding of what you're going to get involved in because buying a small business is a highly illiquid investment. You could buy a small business and then decide a month later that you don't like it anymore. And it could then take you years to get out of it. So have some expertise in the industry that you're exploring or go get some expertise. Another example um, I'm working with a searcher right now who's looking at trucking businesses. He's gone to get his class one license so he can learn more about trucks. He knows about business. He knows about logistics. He knows about the industry. But when he goes out and he talks with these uh, trucking company owners, they talk a lot about the equipment. He didn't feel that he was confident in understanding exactly all the different aspects of how different you know pieces of equipment gave certain advantages or not. So he went and got his class one license. He's not going to do long haul trucking, but now he's developed his expertise in the industry that he's searching in. And number one, I talked about how businesses were highly illiquid businesses. Tip number one for buying a business is don't allow yourself to become illiquid. Do not put your last nickel into a deal. You've always got to have some sort of cushion or comfort with respect to money. So when I'm advising people that are members of my group coaching program, I always make sure that they have a cushion or buffer, a reserve, a certain number of months of living expenses that they take off the table. It's not part of their resources in order to buy a business. There are so many different ways things can go wrong when you buy a business. One of, uh, one of another client that I'm working with just bought a business and the second largest client has now gone. So they bought the business. The second largest customer has gone away. The performance of the business in the first year is going to decline. There was really nothing that they could have done about that. Um, the seller didn't have information that they were going to be leaving. There wasn't anything hidden from them in any way, shape or form. It's just bad luck and it can happen. We do not know the future. So you need to make sure that you are in a position where you have extra money available so that you can maneuver and give yourself breathing room. 
And this is one of the reasons why I talk about how becoming over leveraged is so dangerous because if you don't have extra money available for who knows what reason, if something goes wrong, a very small problem can end up being the thing that kills you. And that's not what you want. You're getting into business to create enhanced security and to get into business while reducing risk. Don't throw those advantages out the window by putting yourself in an illiquid position where everything has to work out just right or else you get screwed. Anyway, thanks for watching. Like I said, if you want to learn more, the quickest way to get out there and get more information is to go and pick up that book, 21 Stupid Things People Do When Trying to Buy a Business. You can find it on Amazon anywhere in the world, available for Kindle and audio. And with that, I'll say see you later. So how can you learn more about buying, selling, financing, and managing small and medium-sized businesses? Easy. Head over to my blog site, davidcbarnett.com, where you can learn more about me, learn how I work with my clients. You can learn about my books, courses that I've prepared for you. You can also find out all about how to subscribe to my email list, the YouTube playlists, etc. There's literally hundreds of hours of content there, all for free, and I'd love for you to be my guest.